Hey, 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 it's the Fire Zone Show coming at you after another Ravens win, a 50-piece this time on the Miami Dolphins. Don't get to say that a whole lot in the NFL. Ain't a whole lot of 50-pieces being thrown out there, but uh, Ravens threw one on the Dolphins. You know, it was uh, a lot on the line, right? Uh, Number one seed in the AFC was on the line. And uh, Ravens took care of business, convincing fashion, mm-hmm. uh, on both sides of the ball, really. So, um, you know, obviously we'll get into all of that. And now, you know, that game next week, final game of the season against the Steelers, doesn't really have much meaning for the Ravens. Uh, so, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit on the back end in terms of like just, you know, uh, strategically, maybe how you approach that from like a, you know, coach's standpoint. But before we unpack it all, Denar, my man, what is up? How was the uh, Christmas, the holiday season? I guess we we passed all that now for the most part. How was everything? Everything is good. Everything is good. You know, after watching the San Francisco game and seeing what a real defense would do to an offense that never seen one before, <laughs> um, and then turn around and 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 see this curve stomping. Um, you 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 sent me a clip, and I didn't get to. I, I've seen it earlier today, and I just saw that you sent it to me. It just reminds me, like it doesn't matter if you you know if you the law <laughs> or not. <laughs> when you about to get bum rushed, <laughs> you go get bum rushed. Nothing can stop it. <laughs> I'm Nothing coming over the it. bench. Mm-mm. My man went <laughs> airborne. Right. She know. Fortunately, you know she's okay. Obviously, we won't see nobody get hurt. But uh, he was he he. What the what's the thing they were saying over the weekend? Uh, Lank <laughs> let naysayer. It wasn't naysayer, but we gonna keep it. Let naysayer. No, he was trying to let her know. <laughs> My he, you do you realize how high those benches are? Yeah, I do. I, I do. I, I've been in there for for court for speeding. Yeah. Hey, and, and and I mean that's a solid seven feet. I was gonna say, depending on the courtroom. Now, I spent most of my time in uh, in the Baltimore City uh, courtrooms, Clarence Mitchell. Yeah, I was a law clerk. <laughs> yeah, I, I was judicial law clerk. Did some other legal stuff. If I was gonna say anywhere from from it's a, it's a wide range. I was gonna say four to seven feet, right? Depending on where, but it's also the the uh, distance that he took off. Yeah, from. yes. I mean, he covered a lot. Of, that's like a like a five yard. <laughs> and he didn't miss. No, no, no. He made contact. He and he and it was form. You could tell. You could tell he was. He he got he was a track star, and yeah. and and he he took his talents to the streets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we don't like to talk about some of this stuff sometimes because you think about okay, is that appropriate? You know, you get into all the PC stuff, but you know, because you you've been on teams and you've been in meeting rooms, you know, there's some coaches out there that's gonna be showing that. <laughs> like, look at this. I need look this at- effort. <laughs> 
You yeah. see this man, once he told her, once she yeah. told him yeah. that it was over, he was like, nah. <laughs> and I was telling my wife that I was like, you know, whatever the sentence was, it had to be one where he's like, well, it don't matter now. It don't, like, what it, I do now, it, 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 it don't matter. It had to so, be above 10. Yeah, so he was just like, matter. it ain't gonna matter. So I'm just gonna sell out. <laughs> I'm gonna sell out. <laughs> I'm gonna sell out right here. It's like he was on the goal line. It was four <laughs> He's like, I don't care if it's a fake. I'm going. Up I'm, in going that I'm, going. I'm going. Throw up in Palomalu, that. I'm gone. Throw Palomalu. I'm gone. Is it? That that's a Palomalu. That's a good one. On first sound. That's a good call right there. That's what it looked like. <laughs> that's like going over the sound. On, on first sound. On first sound. Ready. Break. It's gone. <laughs> hey. Well. I hope it was working for my man. Oh, boy. Because the other thing, you know, again, it's mm. not PC. I don't want to talk about it, but, you know, they get you back in the in the lockup there at the courthouse. You, you're going to catch. You're going to catch a little bit, you know, because mm. they, they're not going to be The clerk was really trying to, but his okay. haymakers were doing nothing. When I was a law clerk, <laughs> right, you sit up there. So it's like it's the court reporter. It's the bailiff. And y'all all sit on that level, like right below, because it's like two levels. So the judges yep. are you on that level below. And I'm either off to the left or the right. I'm not in the middle. It's usually either like the court reporter is kind of more towards the middle. But sometimes you slide over because, you, you know, they might ask you something or you slide. Them so I'm thinking to myself, like as I'm watching him, I'm, I'm running all that back in my head. Like, man, remember them if he if I was more to and he came at me, I don't think I would have tried to grab him. I think I would <laughs> My man was all about protection. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, oh. I don't know if that'd be me. I'd be like, well, once he get back there, I might try to pull him off. Yeah. I'm I'm not trying trying to to <laughs> I ain't trying to take the charge. I ain't trying to take no charges. Don't take charges. I don't think. I ain't taking no charges. I'm going to flop. I used to take I used to take a lot of charges when I played basketball. I used to step in all the time. That ain't one of them. Mm-mm. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting outside the circle and I'm flopping. <laughs> I'm flopping. I'm going down like I'm in the European League. <laughs> Nobody even gonna touch me. Nah, I'm gonna like, touch oh, <laughs> they gonna run it back. Like, why'd you dive out the way? He hit me. <laughs> that, that, had to be, that had to be like a movie for everybody in there, like slow motion. Like, as soon as they see him, like take that first step, they're like, oh no, I know he ain't about to do what I think. Oh. Everybody just like froze too, and yeah. and a, you can see the the judge catch eyes with him, like. Yeah, you really she tried to go to that? the side. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I got all this wingspan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was telling you, I, I mean, I, I was in and out of courtrooms for two, three years, and I've seen a lot of crazy stuff, but I had not seen that move. Uh, I had not seen that move before. That was the first time that I, because that maybe, like you were saying, because everybody can't do it. You got to have the athleticism. Everybody can't do it. Yeah, everybody ain't gonna attempt that. <laughs> they definitely are not going to attempt it. Definitely there are not. very there are very few cats who would I mean he had about he that. had everything. He had to get off, you know, he was like Miles Garrett for the get off. But <laughs> you, he was gone. But you had that mindset prior to walking in there. Yeah. So regardless, oh, yeah. you had stretched. Yeah. You would <laughs> you yeah. thought about it. He was ready. He was you, ready. You, you gonna catch a hamstring if you try to pull that all without stretching. Yeah, that that to me, that's not like a in the moment. That's like no. Nah. I knew. I knew going into this thing. As yeah. soon as she say whatever she say, I'm she taking off. I'm taking off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking off. 
Okay, let's get back to the game. I, I'm going to Superman this. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Mm-hmm. It's WWE. That's exactly what it was. But yeah, let's let's get because yeah, we, we do the whole show just on that. Because <laughs> look, I got the clip. You know, I can put the clip on. We can we just watch the clip and right back and forth. You learn something new. I'm sorry. I got one more thing about it. The dude in the, in the bright blue suit. Just stood there and watched. Like he didn't go over there, like to see if she was okay. He was just like, "This is my spot." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. this suit costs way too much. Yeah, yeah. Hey. involved in that. Hey, you look. It's 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 one of those situations where whatever's in you is gonna come out. Right. Mm. Some people' mm. natural reaction is gonna be to defend, to protect. Other people's reaction is, "Hey, let me let me stay back." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Whatever's in you is gonna come out in that moment. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, you, you we could throw this thing up on the screen, break out the clicker, slow mode. <laughs> we, 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 we could diagram it up. Yeah, yeah, I, I need a, I, I need a reverse angle somehow. Yeah. Like I want to see down. his face as he <laughs> <laughs> we could we could break it down, but we we won't we won't we won't, <laughs> we won't. <laughs> we'll we'll stick with football, we'll stick with the ball for now. There's all elements in there, but we will stick with the Ravens. Yeah, we'll we'll finish with a flurry at the end because there's there's something else we got to cover at the last last little oh, bit of this. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, all right. yeah. All right, so stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, back to the game. Fifty six nineteen. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. You know, Miami came out offense rolling, right? First drive. Mm-hmm. Really, first two drives, like you said, first drive right down the field, just rolling, right? picking up and chunks, then, yeah, chunks. <laughs> and then second drive, I think it was the second one where that was the the Tyreek drop. It was second. No, drive. it was the third one. Was the third one. Okay. Yeah, because they were. Yeah, because they got field goal on the second. Yeah, they got double field goals. Yep. Yep. So they were rolling. They were rolling early, uh, but then uh, after that drop, that was pretty much it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was pretty much it. A uh, couple, couple. Field goals, but then uh, I think they did. No, they got that touchdown late to A chain. That's right, because they went to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went for two at that point. So you're right. So it was that field goal in the second quarter, nothing in the third quarter, the A chain uh, touchdown in the fourth quarter. And, and that was it. That was it. So right around where they've been all season long in that 10 to 15, 16, 17 point range, this one got up to 19. That's kind of where they've been. And that's saying a lot uh, when you think about this. I had the 49ers because the 49ers were, I want to say, second or third in scoring. I think the Dolphins were first mm-hmm. offensively. And so to take those two offenses, and I know, you know, Waddle was out. You know, they didn't have their full complement of guys, but either the Ravens. So, you know, plays both ways. Yep. Um, but, man, just another, just, you know, overall, right? We like to kind of start that way before we get into the individual position groups. But just overall, man, another – Another dominant performance, really dominant when you think about who the Dolphins were and what they have been doing. Oh, without a doubt, it's it's you 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 see what they're capable of, but then you also see what Kansas City did to them. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, and then you kind of watch the Dallas game, and when you realize that they're the same team, they were just scrimmaging out there. <laughs> you realize, like, okay, maybe this is who the Dolphins are. Yeah. And, you know, early in that game, Queen, uh, Roquan, 
the middle of the field was was going to be a problem from the beginning. And that's why I said on, on my tweet, you know, before the game started, I was like, the second <coughs> <coughs> secondary is going to be fine. That's why you have zone schemes. Because you can plug people in. It's not going to be as dynamic as when your number one guy's in there. But your twos and threes, unless they're just not incapable of doing anything, they're going to be okay. They're going to keep everything in front of them. You need a big game for you guys in the middle. And that's what you got eventually once they warmed up to the speed. Yeah. You know, we talked about it before. We played uh, Hofstra when I was back at JMU, and they had a similar type offense where it was, you know, run and shoot. And they ran a lot of slip screens and the different types of screens and didn't really push the ball down the field, but they they did little little things like within five yards. So it took a minute Mm. because when – you haven't seen it. You got to see it. You got to feel yeah. it. You got to touch you gotta it. Feel it. Yeah. You got to grab it. And then once you start thinking, "Oh, I got to leap for this guy," you're like, "No, I just got to take two more steps." Yeah. And once your brain starts to realize, like, I don't have to go chase these dudes. I can. They're giving me the keys. Just do what I'm supposed to do. Then it all just starts to slow down. You start seeing what you need to see, and that's what happened with. Roquan and Queen. I think they also kind of changed the alignments a little bit. Mm. They 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 made the linebackers get a little bit deeper. You kind of see it. It's not noticeable, but if you're paying attention, they started to they they're normally at about four, four sure. and a half. Mm-hmm. Their toes were on five. Mm-hmm. So their heels were back enough where they could still take care of the run. And we got to remember with this Ravens squad and with this type of defense that they're playing, I was sitting in my car driving to work, and I was realizing we, we, we talk about these matchup zones, about the Ravens and everything in the sort. Go back to when Jerry Tarkanian and the UNLV Rebels, and they had the dues they had. And they sat in that zone and somehow put up 100 points still. They all knew where everybody was going to do. Everybody's everybody's there. Everybody's on top of things. And and then once you, even when you pick one out and you put in, uh, you know, uh, Stacy Augman or whatever who's coming off the bench, they yeah. is still dominant. I mean, look at when Don Cheney was at Temple. Like they mm-hmm. matchup zones. Syracuse oh. from all those years. Bayhawk, that's all they ran. All they ran. It, <laughs> and people look at it as it's 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 more man concepts yep. than it is zone concepts. But the whole thing is built on the idea of we're gonna build this umbrella. And certain teams, you expand that umbrella. And you say, listen, this game, 20 yard chunks are okay. Until we get inside the twenty yard line, then we'll tighten down. Yep. And then there's there's when you play the 49ers. I mean, dudes were creeping. I, I don't you don't see NFL line, uh, safeties creep very long. These guys had just figured out the 49ers offense so well that they were already ten yards from the line of scrimmage, and the balls being thrown to Chris McCaffrey. Most times they're not safeties like fifteen. 18 yards deep when that ball's thrown. 
there was nobody was getting threatened because everybody realized in that zone, you got that man. Okay, I got that dude, and then just everybody just moves together, and it just condenses, and it just it's a beautiful thing to watch. And that's what you saw on Sunday when everybody started to get on the same page was like these guys on defense who understand what's going on. The guys up front understood that this wasn't a game for them. And even with the running game going crazy, there are certain things you're going to give up Yep. that you're willing to give up. Yep. And those games, like, you know, we're going to see is your, because you, when you get into the playoffs, you are going to face your issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to slap you in the face first time you drink it up. I mean, we can look at two, 2019. What was their issue? They couldn't stop a nosebleed on the run. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't matter. And who did they get in the first round? <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> and a red hot. They, I mean, they were hot because they just came off beating the Patriots and, and even – like to finish the end of that the regular season, they were rolling. You got King Henry, who's still prime yeah, King Henry, right? Doing his thing. Um, so yeah, and I think that's probably what teams um look at right now with this Ravens defense. Like you said, they probably say, Hey, look, you can run the ball on these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Now you flip to the other side of the ball, you got to contain their offense in enough of a fashion where you can stay committed to the run game. But if you can stay committed to it, you feel like you got a chance to make it a game. And I think that's what you have to do with them. Like the way, and it's funny to talk about it like this now, because we think about what the offense was like under Greg Roman, aside from 2019, we really probably never really thought about it. But it's like, you don't want to get into a track meet with these guys now. (laughs) You you don't want to do that. Okay. You probably want to try to slow the game down and, you know, kind of more of a ball control kind of approach. But what, going back to the zone thing because um you know the basketball analogy is one that i've thought about a lot we talked about it this whole year what was impressive to me is like so it's it's like zone spacing but with mm-hmm. man principles yep right and it's not static so it adjusts to what the opponent is doing right it's not spot drops not country you know Mm-mm. countries it's not camp rules right we're going to hit that it adjusts to whatever is happening in the game Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I'm like, it's like a living thing. Right? It's an amoeba defense. It is yeah. literally just guys looking. Everybody understands the route concept. They know what their top five route concepts are. So they're like, okay, I got trips over here. This guy is coming in on short motion. Okay, they do two things out of this. So now we play. Everybody's playing. We don't have a blitz on. Okay, we all playing. We're all looking and seeing the route combinations. It's not like, oh, we're focused over here and only this dude. Now they'll they'll you know switch it up and lock the backside and do some other things to throw you off, but when they're rolling, I mean you saw it in that game they just ran rushed four and said, "We just going just to you, yeah. We gonna punch you in the mouth, yeah. And it's those little small detail adjustments too that you're talking about where, okay, maybe we change our depth a little bit, uh, maybe we take a slightly different angle towards certain routes, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we squeeze them a little bit more. Maybe you come up and instead of playing off at eight, you come down to six. You yeah. know, they do all of these little things to adjust within the game to what the offense is giving them, right? Still still playing their call, but we're going to adjust it to fit what you're giving us. It's not just on paper. 
you you know what's it's unique about the Ravens and what we've known for them in a long time. They don't do it very much anymore. They don't blitz inside of the red zone. Hmm. It's rare yep. these days. And that was and that was the defense we played. I, I played in college where we would just. I, mean, I think people call it cover four now. We call it cover eight. But we would attach a buzz line, you know, cover eight buzz. So two outside linebackers at the snap, you got flats right now. Like you're gone. Like we're going to – the safeties are coming down. They're going to be at like eight yards. Everybody's just straight across. So they'll take care of that quick curl if it's necessary. Yep. Yep. But other than that, they're staying back. And it, it, it just works so well because – when you have two safeties who can do it and you can say, Hey, you guys can play both ways and, and make things happen. It, it makes your defense so much easier to play inside the red zone because not one guy is going to be out there and be like, Oh, we can target him. Well, you really can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really the, the about the only way you can do it. And you see it from time to time uh, is when, within the zone when it does kind of uh, transform into man because you know a guy who's come, he's come in to a certain area and so you kind of got to match up with him okay then you get it and then if you can win that if you have enough time mm-hmm. because the rush hasn't gotten to you and you know that guy's in a position where he could maybe try to win that matchup that's it but just think about all the words it just took me to say I mean that's that's how you got to get to it you have to work to get to that point to even have that opportunity. <laughs> you you know the one only the only team, the excuse, me, I wouldn't even say that. The only quarterback that I've seen that had can do what is necessary. I can't even say Deshaun Watson did what was necessary because there was a lot of fortuitous nonsense yeah. that happened yeah. in that game. Just like the 49ers said, oh, there was a tip ball. Well, guess what happened in the Browns game? Dumb, dumb tip ball they ended up tying the, you know whatever but yeah, yeah. those things happen kind of lost my train of thought <laughs> it was between deshaun and what it certainly we know it oh. was my party he wasn't the one no no, no. So, yes so matt stafford and we talked yeah. about yeah, this yeah, after yeah, the matt yeah. stafford game yep <clears throat> the only reason why matt stafford can take advantage of that is because their offense is so precise and Matt Stafford's okay throwing that ball because he's basically saying, it ain't my fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you're supposed to be a 15 right there yeah. off the corner of the hash? Yeah. Guess where that ball is going to be? It's I don't it. care if I'm taking a shot. Like, I'm throwing it. And I'm throwing it before you even get there. And there's like three or four yards before you even making a break. Yep. <laughs> and that's the precision it takes to beat the way they play right now, you have yes. to have somebody who can get that ball just in the passing game, who can get that ball into that spot right before you can get there. And he's doing it in a way where it's like, okay, any other quarterback, somebody's going to be there when the ball gets there or maybe before the ball gets there. But with mm-hmm. him, he throws it so early <laughs> mm-hmm. and he can put so much velocity on it. And the placement is exactly where it needs to be that he can, he can essentially break, some of what you're doing because you're like you could defensively you can say hey look we were right where we were supposed to be we did everything we were supposed to do and that ball still beat us mm-hmm. that's the level of excellence that it takes 
<laughs> right now to Got challenge it. this Ravens defense. I you have to be more. that good. Uh, and everybody can't do that. Nope. There's there's a handful of quarterbacks, and, and when you get into the playoffs, you, you're going to see those types of guys. So mm-hmm. um, you're going into that, that realm now where these are the kinds of guys that can do it. So everything turns up. We know that in the playoffs. Everything turns up. So um, – you know, we're going to have time to, to get into the playoff conversation for sure. But let's we'll go through the groups here like we usually do, because, you know, there was there was we, we talk about how much of a uh, team defense this is. And it is. But there, there's always some some individual performances within that um, to kind of talk about and highlight. So we'll start up front. Big boys D line up front, you know, continuing to do what they do. Mad Matabike got another sack. We talked about that. And it was clear. I thought about you when I saw it because I'm like, that is exhibit one, exhibit A of the types of Matabike sacks that we've talked about this year. Cause it was it was either Clowney or Van Noy who got the it was, pressure. It was Clowney. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that is the classic 2023 Justin Matabike sack right there. Uh so he gets one, Owe gets one on borderline you know he he was on his way to offsides but it turned out to just be a really great jump yeah uh, the way he the way he timed and then van noy uh well, i guess he'd be more in the linebacker group but i'll throw him in here now just because he's just such a technician he is like we said about him his came the way we've talked about he's gonna throw every move in his bag as you <laughs> over the course of a game <laughs> you're gonna get them all oh. it was the inside move right and then the guy starts to push him across but then he spins back in to the quarterback, yep. so he he's gonna hit you with everything that he's got in the bag, and eventually one of them's gonna win. Because you can't <laughs> you can't prepare for all of them. You can't yeah. stop them all. Can't stop them all. No. So guys up front, man, what would you think about their overall performance? I, I think they they understood the assignment this week. They knew that there were gonna be not many opportunities until the secondary got control. And they got the way the Dolphins run the football. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to defend. Now, if you had Hamilton, I, I think some of those plays wouldn't have gone as 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 far as they oh, went. Yeah. Um, but toss sweeps are always kind of hit or miss, mm-hmm. and it's the great equalizer to any defense. If you, if you over pursue. Then we're gonna run tall sweet because eventually you gotta stay there and take it. Yep. You can't can't slice those. And so I, I think they did good enough work. I think Travis Jones is just mm-hmm. becoming a man. <laughs> and I see why they didn't go out and get more D tackle help because they don't yep. need it. Yep. Um, you know, Pierce is who he is. Um, Washington is, is turned out to be who they paid for. Yeah, starting to turn it around. You know, he's a yeah. little slow to start this season, but he's starting to turn it around a little bit. I, I think Urban's still solid, just yeah. giving you solid reps every game. I think Washington just had to find his way again. Because remember, Pierce wasn't there last year. Yeah. So he was probably getting, what, 40, between 30 and 40 snaps last year. Yeah. And they ask you to do some different things, right? Yeah. When when you you're in one guy's spot, we've had had this conversation with Owe, and now you got to come and do something else. It can take a minute. Yep. And the same thing. He he got they finally like, This is you. This is what we want from you. And every day he's gotten every game, he's gotten better and better and better. 
So I, I'm I'm very intrigued to see how turned up that D line will be in the playoffs. The Travis Jones thing is scary because you see a couple plays every game where it's like he doesn't realize how powerful he is yet. Like he just doesn't fully understand yeah. it himself yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> he hasn't harnessed it yet. It's like it's there. And you see the way that he jolts 300 pound yeah. offensive lineman or or sheds them. And you're just like, that's not that's not normal. No. That's not normal to be able to do that with one arm. Or, so he's starting to get a better grasp of of that. And then it's the consistency. That's the thing we always talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, it's, it's all about consistency. That's what it's going to come down to um, at the end of the day. The flashes are nice, but I need you to be consistent. And, you know, we're starting to see a little bit more of that from him. The perimeter run, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the perimeter run game. And even I throw the screens in there, too, because to me, that's just an extension yep. of the perimeter run game. You saw guys like Owe, uh, Ben Owe and Clowney have always been doing it because that's the style of ball that they play. But Owe even had to do it a little bit more this game where it's like, look, they're, they're especially on like their gap stuff where they're sending two pullers. He's you got to you, you take it. Yeah, you got to fight them. You can't run from them. You nope. gotta fight <laughs> You gotta be the sacrificial lamb. And yeah. and and that's why in the regular season, you can run your toss sweeps. You can do all that stuff. I guarantee you run a toss sweep in the playoffs. That no, it, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cause dudes don't it, it, it it's a different vibe. Yeah, because now it's like, hey, this is it. There is yeah. no next week. No, if we don't win this game. So now, you know, in regular season, I might be playing a little bit like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a long season. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not, not going to go flying in there and, and take two dudes out. Like, so it's a long season, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but playoffs, you know, you can see he started to kind of shift that mentality a little bit where it's like he's athletic enough to try to slip and duck and get under. But it's like, no, you just got to bang these things. Yeah. You just got to bang them. You can't be slick in the playoffs. No. Yeah. You got to bang them and spill it and let somebody else clean it up. But the screen stuff to me, um, and that's kind of a thing where we've, we've seen perimeter runs and like bubbles and quicks kind of, you know, hurt them at different times throughout the year. Um, Hamilton, that's one you mentioned it. I'm kind of chalking some of that in this game up to him because mm-hmm. he is an eraser out there <laughs> on that stuff when he's out there. Because, you know, I don't have to tell you, it's just it's the same, but it's an extension of how you defend the perimeter run game. Right. Yeah. Where you got force, you got out all those same rules. You have them out there. They're just out in more space. And now you got different people doing it. you mm-hmm. got more corners doing it. And, and, but all the same stuff applies. Yep. And so if you can still be sound with that, if you got your force player, if you got your alley player, you got your inside post play, like if you get all of that stuff, you'll be OK against it. You know, one might pop every now and then because it's the NFL. But for the most part, you'll be OK. But you lose a lot. They lose a lot when they don't have Hamilton in that role because mm-hmm. he I, I like I said I, I can't think of a better word than an eraser because that's what he does he'll take on the block just destroy that dude and then tackle the ball <laughs> so right. he's like a one-man perimeter run defense, run defense when he's out there so I'm not I wasn't as worried about it in this game because I kind of went into it expecting that okay they, they might pop some more of that because it's a little bit different when it's guys like Mallette. Even though Mallette, he he balled on a couple of he he made some tackles out there, um, taking some guys on, but different guys. But anyway, linebackers. Okay. 
So, you know, obviously Roe had the pick. Mm -hmm. He had the tip ball that led to Geno's pick. Uh, you know, PQ, you know, got that ball out from A-Chain. We talked about that in a little route that sideline. Uh, like you said, they kind of had to adjust to, you know, what was going on. But then once they did and settled in, still for my money, two best linebackers in the league. But just it just hasn't changed. It's 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 how you adjust that makes you who you are. And these two cats, after those first few drives, once they realize what Miami was really trying to do. They just stayed. They made the adjustments. They started tackling because guys weren't bringing their feet early. Yeah. Now that 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 had to do a lot with being on the West Coast. Yeah, short week. Short week. Short week. Legs didn't probably show up until beginning of the second quarter defensively. Mm-hmm. Offensively, your legs shouldn't be gone. Right. Like you, your your offense should be able to carry you in those situations, which the Ravens did. They kept did. them close. Mm-hmm. Once the defense got legs, that game was a wrap. Yep. <laughs> it was just it it and the linebackers just set the tone once they all could breathe and be like, that's it. You're throwing a bang eight, a screen, and a toss. That's your game plan? See? Cool. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that's what you saw all game. You, yeah. you saw, you knew what their game plan was and what plays they were going to run. Was the tight end dig anytime they were third and medium. Mm-hmm. First and 10, anywhere from the 35 on either side, they'll run that bang mm-hmm. with the swing. Yep. And then other than that, they're running toss sweeps or quick outs to Tyree. Mm-hmm. That's their offense. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Everything else is just window dressing. Window the dressing. Guys are moving and running and motioning and shifting, but it's that same core group of plays. Yeah, it's five or six plays. That's it. It ain't hard. And they'll throw a fade route. Yeah, they'll throw a fade every now and then. Um, you know, I think they would probably have done more of that if they had Waddle too. Might have mm-hmm. had taken more deep shots, but you know, they didn't. So and and the game got to where it got to. So that that changes things too. But yeah, that's it. I think you said it perfectly. Once those guys, you know, really got a good feel for it, like you say, you gotta feel it, right? You're getting mm-hmm. a look all week, right? Get look team, they get but it's gotcha. it, that's not the same. <laughs> gotta gotta snatch on it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same. You can know it. I've seen it. I know that's what's coming. But then it's like, okay, but there was a different person running it all week. And then this guy that's running then, it. This cat who's running has been running it for ten for seventeen weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's different. <laughs> Consistently different. But once they got the feel for it, they settled in and pretty much locked it down. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now the secondary, this was an impressive performance to me because you come in shorthanded. We talked about Hamilton, Stevens, who, you know, I don't, I don't think, because I think they they showed on wire tonight who the Pro Bowl guys were. I don't think he got a Pro Bowl vote, but to no, me, he should have. He should have. He should have with the way that he played this year. And then you lose Humphrey. Oh, was it second quarter, third quarter. Yep, something? second quarter. Yeah, he goes out. So now you're down three stars <laughs> in your Just second like that. 
Yeah, just like that. And like I said, I know the Miami didn't have Waddle, but you still got Tyreek. Um, you still got their running backs. Uh, you know, they have Moster. A-chain is, is, a, is a weapon. Jeff Wilson came in, did some things, you know, like you said, throwing to the tight ends. Um, so the threats were all still there. But these guys, man, I'm telling you, Rocky Sin, even Rocky, and I, look, I'll be the first. I'll put my hand up. I, I said some I said some things that were not nice about Rock uh, when he got benched in that one. I can't remember what game it was, but they essentially benched him. Uh, it was the St. Louis they, game. Because they put Armour Davis in. It was St. And, Louis game. Okay, yeah. So I, I said some things that were not nice about Rock. But Rock <laughs> stood up in this game, Malette stood up in this game um you know darby credit to all those guys man yeah. and then of course the safeties i mean they, they've been steady all year um you know gino we know what kind of year he's had and then marcus you can see you know you're starting to see healthy marcus williams right mm -hmm. and some of the plays are starting to come some of those picks you know because he he you know it's got to be killing him right that he ain't he ain't on that board the same way that the other guys are on that well, board in that terms of picks I will say this. I think he'll start using his left hand arm in the playoffs. He thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> he thought about it. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get there first. Let's, Let's get there first. Let's get there first. Because he'll he'll re-tear it yeah. <laughs> at that hey. point. You know, I had no problem with him <laughs> continuing to be the winter soldier. Until we get to the yeah, playoffs. <laughs> yeah, then then but, we're good. But yeah, those guys, man, I thought they acquitted themselves well, uh, considering the circumstances. And like you said, you know, guys can step in. They've all played this year, but you know, different amounts, mm -hmm. know, different different snaps and whatever, and different groups. And I don't know if this group that it ended up being had played together a whole lot this year. Right. I don't. Uh, so that that's an adjustment in and of itself. And I thought they did pretty well. Yeah, I, I think they acquitted themselves very well. I think the scheme, once again, plays a very big part. You're not putting guys in bad positions. You're giving them the best position to be successful. Yep. And even when they bust, they still got coverage behind them. Mm -hmm. So get them on the ground, they play again. Line up, play the next play. Play the next play. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, that's, and once you get the kind of lead that they got offensively, then the menu starts to shrink. You yep. know, it goes it goes from a cheesecake menu, cheesecake factory menu, to, to like a, a Waffle House menu. Yes. <laughs> you know, it kind of shrinks down, and so you you kind of have a better idea of the kinds of things that are probably going to be coming your way. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think that helps uh, in terms of being able to identify stuff. And um, they were sound. You know, I didn't see a ton of like miscommunication stuff that I could recognize i told you about that before we started recording there's a lot of stuff that clearly i don't know because i ain't there but the stuff that you think you can see where it's like obvious i didn't see a ton of that like i said maybe two or three plays maybe four two to four plays something like that i thought it was pretty good so credit to those guys man for being able to play that way even though um that group hadn't played together a whole lot this year but when you talk about the scheme man and people talk about it week in and week out um you just got to tip your captain McDonald, man. I mean, he came in here last year and you could kind of see what he was building, especially towards the second half of the season after they got a row. And then this year, it's, it's like they continue to refine it and simplify. Yes. Players talked about that. He talked about that. We, we, we were simplifying last year. We continue to simplify this year. So well, I don't know what's going to happen with them, man. I don't even want to think about that part of it yet, but 
you know, hat tip to him, man, for what they've done this year. You want to, here's an example how, how simplified things can get to a, to a bunch of guys that have been together for a few years. So when I was at JMU, initially, when the calls came in, we would get, you know, two different coverage calls. And we would have to figure out which one fit best for the situation and all those other things. By the time, I mean, we had like seven, eight different coverages that we could run. But by the time I was like a sophomore going into my junior year, we would just call zone auto. And we, unless it was a blitz or we running to run a, a, a little hole safety, yeah. other than that, we just figured out what the, like we would just call it yeah. on the field because everybody knew what it was going to be. If you got this formation, this is what we all run it. We mm-hmm. all know. And that's how simple it gets. We, you can say one call, one word calls in the yeah. huddle. Well, that's it. And everybody, like, like Ed Reed said, like we always had this one call we go to. Yeah. No matter what situation, this is the call. If we don't get a call from the sideline, we just run this. Or if we get a call to the sideline and we don't like, we don't like it, it. Here's what we're gonna <laughs> run. <We> run this. <laughs> they can't get mad because we just say, "Oh, Ray didn't get the call," or "We didn't get a call," so we just checked it. Like they can't be mad because everybody's on the same page when it comes to coverage. Yep. If we all wrong, we all right. We all wrong together. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see that now. I know it got skewed a little bit in this game because, again, once you get that kind of lead, you know your your coverage menu probably also shrinks a little bit. You don't necessarily have to run a whole bunch of different stuff because the offense isn't doing a whole bunch of different stuff. But even before that, I don't think that they, you know, you've watched them throughout this season. You know they're going to run cover three. You know mm-hmm. they're going to run cover two. Um, you know, they're, whatever you whatever you call it. I know people call it different things. Um, cover six, you know, where it's basically two to one side, four to the other side, whatever you want to call it. They yeah. run that and they run quarters. That's basically it. And they run fire, <laughs> and they, and they run fire zones. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I still I put that, that, in, that, that in cover three. Yeah, they're I put that same, in that cover three family. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, now they got, you know, obviously individual ways they can play them differently within each one of those calls. But that's the core thing. And like you said, I think once they get into uh, a game, we assess what we're getting, right? Let's, let's get, you know, get a series or two, see, see what we're getting. We make our adjustments and we roll. And that's it. That's why when teams don't attack them early, they're going to give up points early, but don't let them figure it out. Because <laughs> yeah. once they figure it out, you're not you, – you're going to get maybe a field goal or two after that. Yeah. 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 No, I think, again, it's just, we're kind of spinning it forward and, and, and thinking about, you know, in the future a little bit now, um, you know, Steelers, I think, look, <laughs> obviously this means something to them. Cause I think, do they still, are they still mathematically alive? Yes. Steelers? They would need, they need some Jacksonville help. to lose. Or the Bills, right? And and the Bills lose. Oh, they need both. Okay. All right. They need both. And, and of course they gotta win. So, yeah. you know, obviously they're they're still gonna be, you know, playing. And um man, I can't remember the last time I think the last time the Ravens played Mason Rudolph, I think he won. Was that the Tony Jefferson game? The last time no. Jefferson got hurt? Or no. that that was Doug Hodges. That, that was Doug Hodges. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking that was Earl Rudolph Thomas. started that game, I think. Now Earl Thomas game. speared him. 
in the, in the throat. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then I just came in and finished that thing. But yeah, yeah. I think that Spirit might have been the last time. And that's when he, that, yeah, that's the the Marlon Humphrey punch out game. Yep, yep, yep. In overtime. Yep, I remember that. Because Duck um, was carving us. Yeah, he was. He was. He, he but you know, the heater, but different defense. And and Wink was out there still blitzing this dude. Like, what are you <laughs> doing, bro? Different, different defense back then. That's another thing, you know. Shout, hey, I shout out McDonald. Shout out to to Harbaugh too for realizing. Whether it came from him or whoever it came from, <laughs> some, this dude some, got to go. <laughs> somebody realized that you you can't be consistent and 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 reach the kind of you know success you want to you want to reach playing defense that way in in the NFL. Yeah, not not at that level. No, you know what I'm saying. You can't do it as much as he was doing it anymore. That time had passed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. That look, it was effective. Right, you can you can go back to seventeen, eighteen. You know, it's right. I mean, it had yeah, his, it, it had his 19. Time. 19, nineteen. It had his time. It had his time. But you saw the crumbling in nineteen. You saw it. The cracks in the dam was starting it, to form. It, it, it was forming. Just teams couldn't take advantage of it because they were losing by forty points. Yeah, they was getting boat raced. So they <laughs> they boat they, raced they the whole get, year. And yeah. then Tennessee said, "Watch this." Yep, watch this. <laughs> but you. But it, but that's been the transformation across the league, really. Yeah. Like you know, the whole league has kind of said, "All right, you know, this is the current um, offensive environment that we're in, and you got to defend it, you know, a different way." Now, everything is cyclical, so that that style, heavy cover one, cover three, heavy blitz pressure, it'll probably come back. It's not gone now. I mean, there's certain teams that still do. I mean, you know, Flores, that I mean, that's that's him. That's there's certain guys. It's just that they're going to be who they're going to be. Wink. It's still going to be who, so it's not gone, but it's more the minority now, or it used to be the majority. It's heading out. A lot of teams are going to start moving away from cover one because they're getting abused in cover one with all these tight these these tight ends running wild. Yeah, on on nickel corners and safeties who can't coverage, can't cover. That's why you don't see the Ravens have issues with it because they drafted that dude. They we got the guy to do. They that. got they got a guy who could run with Njoku, and that's it. That's yeah. that's why he was drafted. Yeah, stop him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's done that and so much more. <laughs> I mean, so much yeah. more than what I even thought. And I felt like he would be good, but he's done so much more than he, even I thought. My expectations have been blown away because I, I mean, I'll be honest. When he was drafted, and you know, I, I don't like, I do not like Notre Dame dudes. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't. I don't. I one proved me right. The other one is proving me wrong. So we're 50-50. Yep. Um, but even after those first four games, I, I saw the talent. The question was, was he willing? Yeah. And then once they said, you know what? You just stay right there, boy. You stay right there next to the line of scrimmage. We ain't moving you. He was able to focus learn and he became a stud overnight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ever since that that two weeks he had i mean the miami game stole his soul yeah and then what was it two weeks later the other game that stole his soul uh man i'm blanking now who'd they play two weeks later i can't remember it was it wasn't the patriots no, no. It was something after that. I've, it might have been Cincinnati. 
Mm, could have been. Could have been. I'd have to go back and look. That could be right. But yeah, he he had those early struggles, and I think you know you you talked about it. Like they probably need to just keep him at one spot. Yeah, because it's it's too much right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that he he can't handle it. Just, it. it just wasn't it wasn't right yet. Yeah, because he's handling it now. Now they're moving him around. You see, he can do it. You knew he could do it. It just wasn't he wasn't ready yet for wasn't ready yet for all of that. And I think putting him at that one spot, it helped him see the game more clearly. You know, it kind of slowed things down a little bit. And uh, like you said, it's like once it clicked, that was it. <laughs> once it clicked. Once that clicked, clicked. Once they realized, like, oh, we got a centerpiece. Now we can figure out the rest of this thing. Next thing you know, you got Roquan four mm -hmm. weeks later. And now you're just looking around like, oh. Because all of a sudden, Queens started playing better. Yeah, the MPQ starts turning up. I mean, it was just domino. It was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> you good. You real yeah. good. Yeah, it's a domino <laughs> effect, man. And from that point on, and we've seen it this year, just he's taking it to another level. Roe, you know, continue to play at a high level. PQ can take continue to play at a high level. Uh, the rush. You know that was so much of a question. Remember back over the offseason, who's gonna rush the passer? You know, who's this? You know, Justin Houston was gone, Calais was gone. You know, you're trying to figure it out. Who could have foreseen <laughs> that it was gonna develop into what is developed into? I mean, you saw the pieces. We do matter. BK had the ability to be a good pass rusher. I'm not gonna sit here and say I knew he could get 13 sacks. I definitely didn't know that, but he had the ability to be a good pass rusher. You knew Broderick Washington had flashed a little bit at the end of the season, but you didn't know about Clowney. These guys weren't here. We didn't know about Clowney. We didn't know about no, you, didn't, you didn't know anything about you. What you knew was we were very stout down the middle mm -hmm. coming into this season. Very stout. Like how you build the backbone of your team, Jones, Matabike, Washington, Queen, Roquan, Hamilton, what Williams? Williams. Like, yep. You build that spine. You just got the spine. Now you need some wings. You need some. You need some jump shooters. You need some some flash and dash over there. You need this. And all of a sudden, oh, we got Brandon Stevens. Lockdown two corner. Okay, we got that now. You know what you're gonna get from Marlon Humphrey. Now it's like okay, we we need some dudes. And you thought you knew Oway was gonna give you something, but it wasn't gonna be enough. Ajabo gets hurt. Bowser is still in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> um, and you're looking around like, uh, we can't ask Owe to do this again. Yeah, can't go back to that. Can't, he, no, his development is too far along. He started turning the corner again. We're not, we can't do that to him again. Yeah. And then you get lucky with Clowney. Mm -hmm. Van Noy. And then Van Noy comes in. And the, that same week, everybody just decided to turn into spin mask. Spin mask. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think that dude showed up in practice, and he probably he probably hit like ten moves. And they were probably like, "What the? Who? <laughs> and you? Oh, we can do that." Chuck Smith's like, "Yes, yeah, that's what I want you to do." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's got a deep bag. I mean, he he he. Will My man just thinks of stuff during the week. Yeah. Like, I'm so. I'm gonna do a euro step into a spin. Like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. He's double spin. He, 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 you know, he'll spin in, he'll spin out. Like, he'll just do it. All. I think you're right. I went back and looked at that game. I mean, to, to interrupt this, but yeah, it was. Um, 
looking at their schedule. So it was uh, Dolphins, then it was Patriots, then it was Bills, then it was Bengals mm. from last year. So I think you're right. It might have it might have been that Bengals game because that would have been two weeks. That yeah. Bengals game was oh, oh my god. That's what changed everything. How we played Joe Burrow was that game. Yep. We couldn't play with Joe Burrow like that anymore. Mm-mm. No, you can't. 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 can't you got to sit in zone and accept, accept your punishment in zone. <laughs> and I think Dave probably, when he's been healthy, I think Dave probably played him the best, even without Lamar. Even that game at the end of the season last year without Lamar. They, that defense you did more than enough. To keep you, don't blitz, you don't blitz him. Can't you sit in zone. I mean, you might throw like one or two at him just to say, ha. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep him honest. You got to keep him honest. But after that, no, I'm sending four. And we just going to twist and stunt. And I'm looking forward to that being back in a couple weeks. Yeah. Them t- twisting and stunting because the 49ers and the Dolphins made them play straight up. Yeah. yeah. Because of yeah, how yeah. window dressy they are. And I've yeah. always told you, like, when teams get complicated, when offensive teams get complicated, Get basic. Get, it is so basic. You just look at them like, what are y'all doing? We just standing here. Y'all running back and forth like track stars. Like, just bounce. Just move. We're not flipping. Like, just stand there and just wait for them. Because event, they got to come straight eventually. Hey, PQ said after that 49ers game, all that basketball grass, like, eventually you got to get touched. <laughs> you got to get touched. You got to get touched eventually. And then we're going to see if you want to play ball. So mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that, 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 team, that defense is going to get so physical in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh. They, and they talked about that after that, going back to that 49ers game. Bro said that is the most physical game they had played all season. Oh, they would beat the hard out of them. Yeah. <laughs> and Zeitler on offense, he said the same thing. He's like, that most physical game on both sides of the ball that we had all season. Because I think they felt, they sensed that. I think both teams. Since that, like, no, they think they're the most physical team. No, we're gonna show them. So I think you get two teams that mindset of who's the most physical coming together. It's like old school Ravens Steelers. Mm-hmm. You got two teams that have that mindset. Like, no, we the baddest ones on the block coming together. It's it's gonna be you're gonna be in for something <laughs> when they go up against each other. It's gonna hurt some feelings. Yeah, and see, that's gonna be different this year because. They, you know, the Ravens have always had that physical mindset. But like you said, with Wink over the last couple of years and how offenses had changed, the physicality almost got negated mm-hmm. because of what they were doing. But now, right, you're going to be more sound. You can still be physical within that soundness. It's going to be tough for some of these. I mean, you look at the offenses in the AFC, the types of teams that they're going to have to play. It's going to be tough for these teams. I don't see an offense on the AFC side right now that can score 21 points on the Ravens in the playoffs at at home. And you can say, oh, Cleveland. No. Because yeah. they're because let's 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 come I'm back looking to reality. At it too. Yeah, I can't. Let's come back to reality. That is still Joe Flacco. Yes, he's got a cannon on an arm. Yes, he's going to throw it deep. But what doesn't Joe like? Joe don't like zone. Mm-mm. He can't stand zone. Now, what, has he man. Seen? Yeah. what has he seen for the last four weeks? Man coverage. All over the place. 
Yeah. You give him man and he's going to take his shots, like you said, because he trusts he trusts his arm, number one. He's super confident in his arm. He trusts himself, <laughs> yeah. first and foremost. Second of all, if he like you enough, like Cooper, here, dude, I'm going to throw you about five or six jump balls. You catch either five out, you know, five out of six and, and defend me against one of the picks, or I'm gonna throw a pick. But either way, I'm gonna take my 80 85% chances mm-hmm. and try to make some plays. He's gonna put that thing up. And like I said, if you give him a tight end, he will pepper that dude all game long. All day long. So we know about him. But yeah, I, I'm looking at it now. I think I know it's gonna sound crazy because they just got a 50 piece put on them, but I think the dolphins, when they're right. When they're fully healthy and got all their dudes, I think they can give you a run at hitting that 21-point number. Um, but that's about it. I mean, I don't see Buffalo scoring. Kansas City's not, you know, they just don't have the weapons. Um, Buffalo, like that was the next one I was gonna try to go. I was possibly thinking about just because Josh Allen is the wild card. You never know what you're gonna get. Um well, last week he threw two picks. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> Like, what, you don't what are you know. doing, bro? Yeah, you don't know. He's but yeah, you, you're right on the AFC side. I don't, I don't, I'm not really. And then flip that coin. That. What what defense? Even if they come out flat, and here's the difference between 2019 and 20 and this year. Todd Munkin is gonna understand that they're gonna have to run the football until everybody gets lathered up. Mm-hmm. He ain't gonna sit there and throw the ball 56 times. Mm-mm. or put receivers in binds they haven't been in in two weeks like he did to Mark Andrews on an over route and trying to – in a playoff game, that's that's his first toss? Yeah. <laughs> like you just set this up for failure. No, he understands how to get guys into the game. Yeah, like, here you go. Here you go. Everybody yeah. get your hands wet. Everybody get your yeah. hands on the ball. Like even if we go like – Five and out and punt. I want at least three of my skill guys to touch the football. Yeah, because we've seen it all throughout the season. Obviously, they started early with Zay. As Odell got healthier, you saw him start to get it to him more. You've seen what they've done with Bateman lately. <sighs> he going to be the X factor. You've seen what they've done with Likely lately. So, yeah, he yeah, he will. He really will be because he's a legit dude, right? He's I a think legit I, one when he is healthy. Yeah, when he's healthy, and I think for, this is just my opinion. I think when he's healthy and you still see him have some struggles, some drops every now and then, I think a lot of it for him is mental. I think he's just one of those types of guys. Yeah. Like, it's all different personalities, right, out there in the league. He seems to be one of those guys where it's, it's a mental thing for him. And as long as he's confident, like, there's some people you look at them and you know just based on their personality, they don't ever lack for that. Odell never lacks for confidence. Yeah. It don't matter he- what happens. He can get 30 balls. He can get one ball. He can have a terrible game, drop touch. It don't matter. He does not lose his confidence. Yeah, I think sometimes Bateman, because of what's happened to this you know, early point in his career, because of the expectations and stuff like that, I think he's probably lost confidence at various points. But they're starting to build it back up, starting to remind him, like, no, you're, you're that dude. You really are him. Yeah. You just got to remind yourself <laughs> that that's who you are. Yeah. And when he's playing that way, then yeah, he's got the skill set to be. Zay came in that way, Zay, but then with young guys, sometimes you know they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. So he just <laughs> he don't know, no. <laughs> he don't know. No, he don't know anything. But what, but Bateman's what, been in the league just long enough to experience some adversity, 
kind of see what can happen. People, fans can turn on you. Like he, mm-hmm. he's had to deal with all of that. So I'm glad to see him come back. Um, likely interesting conversation about Andrews. We'll save that for another time. <laughs> but is one is I, I think that I think that that ship is sail. If people have listened, this is not something you just started. You you've been talking about this. I think I'd say you were the first time I remember it was even before. I think they had likely and Cole. It might have been the year before they drafted them. It was the very first time I remember you saying, "Hey, we might need to consider." <laughs> it was it was more because of his ineffectiveness in the postseason in the playoffs. Yeah, because you're like, "Hey, all this regular season stuff is great," but like, and and and, and I, I think I see you online. I think people are correct when they say this. Like, if he does come back. How much do you actually use him? Because he's not, and and even going forward, he's no longer going to be the focal point of this offense. No, no, no that that has not been the case all he's, year. He's not going to get ninety targets. It, it, he's going to get somewhere between probably forty and sixty a year in this offense. Yeah, because he's he we don't need it because you have other dudes, and Zay Flowers is going to touch the ball more than you now. And if Bateman's on his team, he's going to get more action, and he's getting more action. And you don't want to lose probably one of the most physically gifted tight ends in the league right now, and likely. Yeah. Like, I... Just starting to come into his own. He really is. Having him... And you know what you're getting Kohler now. He is... Yeah. I don't think people understand... He's giving me Dennis Pettis vibes with yeah. some blocking skills. Yeah, yeah. Like he's coming hands, along. His coming hands along. Are, are, are are silky soft. Absolutely. Like anything that hits his hands it, it, it's, it's just vacuumed in. And I think even in Lamar's trusting him more and more. Yeah. He just yeah. needed time. He just had to be out there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He just hadn't been out there a whole lot because he couldn't, you know, the opportunity wasn't there. But mm-hmm. now that he's starting to get the opportunity, he's getting more confident. The blocking, like you said, is is starting to improve. You know, he he never gonna be Nick Boyle. That's not his game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're not they're not asking him to do that. But can you be competent at it? And he's showing he can be competent at it. And you know, obviously he's he's got those receiving skills. So look, this is no knock on Mark Andrews. That's not what I'm saying. He's Ooh. obviously a very good player. Give me a second rounder. Um give me a second round pick. Uh if I can get a fourth. And probably a six. Yeah, see, that's we've talked about it, and it's, it's been mostly me slow to because I'm still not there. I'm still like I can't, <laughs> I, I can't trade. I can't, I can't do that. I'm still not there yet. I I understand it. Like when you when you talk about it, I'm like it makes sense. Like you think it through, and you think about what they've got, and and you know what likely can become, or what Kohler can. It all makes sense. I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not you, as far down the road as as you are. <laughs> you remember when the Ravens, after they won the Super Bowl, and they had not so much to tear down, but they had to get rid of some luxuries. Yeah, yeah. Bolton was a luxury, even though we 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 needed him. Yeah, we couldn't keep him because he was a luxury. Yeah, Tory too. They had to part with Tory. Got to part. 
And that was more due to what was on the defensive side of the ball, what mm-hmm. was here. Yeah. And you still had the remnants of Suggs's contract, Nada's contract, Yonda's contract. Like you just had some big floating numbers. Yeah. What was going on? With this one, if you want to stay in your Super Bowl window, he's the piece to keep it 85% together. If not, you have to pay him new money because he's not going to play on old money. He ain't playing. He don't got no more money on his contract except for what's, what's in the salary. And he's what, 28? I'm about to tell you that right now. Yep, 28. He he should be getting another five-year deal from somewhere. Maybe a four-year deal. Yeah, I'm looking on over the cap right now. Yeah, on the guaranteed money. Yeah, he doesn't have any more guaranteed salary. That's already. He's got his, uh, he's got a couple, you know, the rest of his bonus proration. Now, if he wants to stay, you can attach two more years to that and give him some new money. Okay. But then you you got to move some things around. That means most likely Staley's gone. You're going to have to redo Humphrey's contract because you're going to have to pay both Hamilton and Steven. Yeah. You probably, looking at these numbers now, and they're not that they couldn't still, you know, um, do something if they wanted to, but it's looking like, well, yeah, I guess you're going to have to decide because I was going to say 25 looks more like the year more than 24 because you got a 11 million. So the numbers basically flip. So like in 24, it's 11.8 million in dead money, 5 million in cap savings. In 25, it's 5.9 million in dead money, 11 million in cap savings. So the numbers flip. But 24, you know, he'll only have that one year left. And do you want him going, you know, do, is you want him to be lamed up? You want him going into the last year of his contract? So you're going to have to think about it. Um, but, yeah, I could I could see it in the – I think he could probably still be around in 24. Um, but definitely 25, you're going to have to – you had to figure out what you want to do because it will be 30. That will be his 30-year-old season. And if, I, if I'm Mark, if I'm Mark, I'm not, I'm not going into a lame duck year with no more guarantees in my contract. Yeah, most guys don't want to do that. <laughs> His agent's going to be looking at him this offseason like, what? Like, no, you, you yeah, deserve a new ex- contract. Yeah, we need to work on an extension. Or, yeah. You know, or figure. Now, this and this is just the way it happens. You know, it's just, it's the league, right? It's circumstance. Now, getting hurt this year and missing that time, and then we'll see how he comes back. Because I think, you know, a lot of times because of how successful surgeries are nowadays and how guys come back you just assume everything is going to be everything but it's not always it doesn't always play out that way (laughs) and so you know we'll have to see we'll have to see because you know like you said as good as he is when he comes back he has he will have not played for how many weeks now i don't even know how many weeks it's been it's been a while i forgot when he went out something like that and so you know, you're gonna have to reintegrate him. He in. went out in the Bengals game. Okay, yeah, you're gonna have. That's right. That's right. The hip drop tackle. You're right. Yep. You're gonna have to reintegrate him back in, and they obviously will do it because, like I said, he's a very good player. But um, you've got these young guys who are coming. So 
And your offense is faster when he's not on the field. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And it likely just gives you a different dimension because he can do things with the ball in his hand. So it's just a little bit of a different. That, that ugly stiffy he gave two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. That was unfair. Yeah. But I still can't. I'm not. I'm not ready yet. I'm just not. <laughs> you're never, never going to be ready. No, I'll get. I'll get ready. No, you won't. I'll get there. No, you won't. I'll get there. Hey, look, I got ready with Brandon Stevens. I hung on to Deshaun Elliott for for too long. <laughs> okay, I I can admit that now. I hung on for too long. But then I finally he let go. In the, he stayed in the middle end zone. Like what happened? I did. I finally let go. And then I was like, okay, this is the future. This is the future. We're moving. On. I I admit that I had to <coughs> hang on too long right but you you more the bill belichick approach you get out a year early instead of a year late <laughs> I, i'm I, I learned from ozzy <laughs> yeah get out, ozzy a year early. get out two years if you need to like yeah get out early don't get late because you can get caught late and then you know opportunity costs right you you've mm-hmm. lost that you, lost. you know you, you yeah so uh i hear what you're saying and you know you definitely could get some pretty uh, appealing draft capital. So I, I understand it all. I'm just I'm just not ready yet. But <laughs> neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, I, mean, I think I mean, we, I mean Arizona would call you in a heartbeat and probably give you another first. Yeah, he would be going back home. Would be going back home and be with Kyler. Kyler and be with Brown. Hollywood be Oklahoma reunion. Yeah. Go, go ahead, give me my first round pick over there, dogs. Be a, be a Oklahoma, be a Oklahoma reunion out there. Um, see that we definitely need to go now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Before we go, oh, what's that? There's, uh, there's one last thing we we just briefly touch on. Cat Cat Williams out here oh, yeah. throwing grenades. <laughs> I didn't. Winning. I didn't listen to what he said. I kept seeing the little notifications <laughs> pop up, but I didn't. I have not listened to what he said yet. Man, he went in on Steve Harvey. Mm. He went in on Cedric the Entertainer. Hmm. He went on went in on Ricky Smiley. Dang, so it wasn't just one person. No, he went in on who else did he go in on? Those are the three main ones. What, I thought what, it was a fourth one. What provoked this? Somebody asking him something? Or he... So it it's well, he was on Uncle Uncle. He was on Unc's show. Okay, okay. He's on Shannon. Okay. And and Shannon asked. Because I guess he had Smiley on his show, Ricky Smiley, and Ricky Smiley said that Cat stole Friday after next that role mm. as the pimp. Okay, and Cat came out and said, "Do y'all think that you know Ricky Smiley could ever write that? I wrote all that stuff for mm. the pimp. I did all stuff. You think they were gonna put me in a Santa suit? Mm. Like he, he just went." And then he said he didn't like he didn't like Ricky Smiley so much. He had put in his contract that if you want me to work with Ricky Smiley, Ricky Smiley has to wear a dress. <laughs> the next movie that Ricky Smiley did with Cat Williams, I think what it was a Natural Sunday or a Natural something, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Sunday Natural. He had a dress on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Shannon did one of these. Shannon was like. Wow. <laughs> like, yes, this is how Hollywood works. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Now, see, the thing about Cat is I think he's 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 real. So yeah. you he's not somebody that you want to mess with 
because like 50 Cent. yeah because he's real and so there's going to be a lot of stuff that he knows has been a part of that a lot of other people that are, are not as real as him they're not going to want to put that out there right they, they may know about it but they're going to keep it he'll put yeah. it out there he'll right. put it out there because he's like if you want to go there if that's what he you want to do i got receipts then we can we can do that oh he went after that was it he went after harvey because harvey stole one of his jokes yeah i can see that and he put it on and, and no and, and steve harvey stole one of his jokes and then cedric stole one of his jokes hmm. and they both put it on the kings of comedy uh, like it's it's up. yeah it's cat's closing joke that he does everywhere but they stole it. and they stole it and then oh that was the other thing and he said that <laughs> that uh, Steve Harvey stole everything from Mark Cooper, and then mm-hmm. you think about it, you know, you had hanging hanging with Mr. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, I remember. He he was a principal. He was in school. Mm-hmm. You know, doing all things. That same was, show. It's the same what, thing. What did Steve Harvey's next show was? It was the same thing. <laughs> the exact same thing. I'm gonna hey, be the new Mark Cooper. Stole his career. Stole everything. Yeah. Whole thing. Damn, I, I never mean, thought about it like that. It is true though. I mean, that's that's exactly the same setup. Dang, Mr. Cooper was same setup. Same setup. Holly Robinson, Pete, same. <laughs> same. All of it. Same. Damn. Damn, I have to go listen now. I got to go listen to that now because, like I said, I had seen a little notification. And they were like, uh, you know, Cat Williams going in all that. I was like, damn, I need to listen. To that. Damn, Man, Cat was. And I didn't, you know, when you can watch something, you feel like somebody's exaggerating. I don't think he was ever really. He, I don't. I don't. I didn't detect a, a, a hit of over exaggeration. No. Like I say, I think he just the times that I've heard him do interviews and stuff, he just comes across like like he's real, and like he lived the whole like he got like the Hollywood experience, and he had opportunities. To mm-hmm. sell out and do other things, but he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He so gotta, I think yeah. he kind of always stayed to who he was, stayed true to who he was. But that doesn't mean that he didn't see everything that was going on. Yeah. So he he knows it. <laughs> yeah. If you want to go there, then it's all going to come out. And that's yeah, going to be bad for the other people involved. He was defending Bernie Mac because Steve already tried to say that you know, he didn't want to be a movie star. Mm-hmm. And then Cat <laughs> came out and said, well, weren't you the same brother that was calling Ocean's Eleven to try to get Bernie Mac canned so you mm-hmm. can take the role? Damn. See? Like, damn. You don't want to mess with people like that. I'm telling you. You do <laughs> like, not want to mess with what people What receipts like that. you got, bro? They got them all. They got them all. You do not want to mess. Because like I said, most people that are like that, they're just like, hey, look, I'm cool. I'm cool. Long as you don't take it there, I'm cool. And he but said for you... 10 years, he's like, I, I just let him have it. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to come out here and lie about it? Like, no. He's like, at that point, it was it's a wrap. Over. It was it's over. Wrap. You start lying about it, it's over. Yeah. It's over. I'm coming clean. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't get it. All you got to do is be cool. Because if you the people on the other end of those stories, you know what you've done. Yeah. And you know he knows. Yeah. So why would you run your mouth? Just be cool. You gotten away with it. 
he, because he's not, not gonna put you on blast. Just you know how people are. They 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 need you to know that they they got over on you, so they keep posting you, they keep prying you, and then eventually like, oh, I got a reaction. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna go out here and tell the truth, bro. Mm -mm. And you're not gonna get that fiery response. I'm gonna sit there and tell these stories, and you think I'm lying? Sue me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because that's what typically happens, right? If somebody's lying, let's go to court. Let's go to court. But, but I don't think you're gonna see none of that. I don't think you're gonna see any. I think, no. Just like now, this is different. This is very different, obviously, because the stuff that was alleged against this dude, I'm about to say, it was whole different nature. But like, did he? Did he just paying people? Did he ain't trying to go to trial? Mm -hmm. He writing checks. Well, his is they sued his corporation. Yeah, because did he know that stuff they saying you did? <laughs> oh, I did that. Shit. <laughs> he you know, know he did. You know, you don't want to go to discovery on that one. Nah, you know he did it. I read the one that the uh the first girl, the uh the ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, whatever, her her uh plastic. Good lord, the stuff that she alleged up in there. Man, I said, man, he paid her quick. And, and, and the tape she said she she sent yeah. over to the FBI after she got her check. I mean, he's blowing up people's cars. <laughs> Did he a wild boy? But anyway, that's a whole different stuff. But yeah, I'm, I need to, I need to listen to the cat stuff because, like I said, there's certain people, man. You just don't you don't want to cross. No, them. You don't want to cross them, man. They they got them. too much. They know too much. Yeah, and even if people them. don't want to believe them, they're gonna start to believe them because it's gonna start fitting. That's what happened with the Diddy stuff. Other people started to corroborate. Oh, yeah. This oh, yeah. did happen. Oh, yeah. He did oh, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He showed up and did that. So other people start to corroborate stuff. And you're like, well, wait a minute. It can't. It, all these people can't be lying about it. It can't be. You know what I'm saying? If it was one person, you could say, okay, yeah, that's he said, she said. You get multiple people. They're like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> it's got to be some smoke here. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be some fire. We got all this smoke. There's got to be some fire here. Just like Oprah. They, they, you, you don't want to pay actresses after you got paid. Yeah. Like, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it only it takes just, one. It just it it happens. It happens all the time. It happens but, quick too. But I'm always I'm always confused by it because I'm like everybody in that industry has heard the stories. They've seen this movie. <laughs> they know this is what happens. So, like, if you've been one of those people and you've gotten over or you did somebody wrong, you messed somebody over, just be cool. Keep your mouth closed. Pay whoever you got paid. Do whatever you got to do. But, no, it's like you said. They got to let you know. They got to let you, they gotta let you know. Let you I pulled it all over your eyes. They just, can't, they just can't leave well enough alone. They got to yeah. let you know about it. I'm like, well, if that's what you're going to do, it's always going to come back to bite you. It's always right. going to. It's just a matter of time. It's always gonna come back to bite you. It's like I tell, I probably said it to you too, Chris and Carrie. All I said, just racist, man. Give them enough time. It's all you gotta do with racist. Give them time. Give they them will time. always reveal themselves. Mm. Always, because they are too dumb not to do it. They cannot help themselves. <laughs> and they will always show their true colors. You just gotta give them enough time. And it seems like this is the same thing with these types of people too. Just give them enough time. They're gonna reveal themselves. And then all you got to do is speak your truth and then say, hey, believe it or not, I, it don't matter to me. I don't care whether you believe me or not. Mm -hmm. I'm just dropping the truth out here. And then, you know, you do what you want to with it. I'm good. You don't see Cat 
out here like hurting for money or complaining about this or complaining about that he mm-hmm. just so hey, I didn't know that, but I'm gonna go listen to it now. <laughs> yeah. So look, y'all got a little bonus. Y'all got double bonus. You got you got people, you know, flying through the air judges <laughs> at the beginning. And then you get, you know, this little thing going on with cat who's on our show. So hey, if you like me and you hadn't checked it out, go check it out, man. So you can hear it for yourself. That's what I'm about to go do. Um, but appreciate y'all. You know, look, we we get a couple people. I kind of remember to write these names down from Twitter because they 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 tag us and they, oh, we want you to do a show. We want to get y'all thoughts. And I want to be able to shout them out on here because I appreciate that. I, I, I think one of the dude's name is like Ravens Fan 77, I think. It was. I got to go back and look, man, because yeah. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. When people are listening like that and they, you know, they really want to hear, you know, your perspective. I tell them most times because it's mostly your wow. perspective that they want to hear all this stuff. So I appreciate y'all, man. So look, next time I'm going to do it, I'm going to have my act together. I don't have it. I don't have the phone sitting right here. next <laughs> to me, but I'm going to have my, my act together for next time so I can give people their proper credit. But thanks, man. We appreciate y'all listening to this because, uh, you know, you could be doing any other thing. There's thousands of podcasts out there. Uh, that you could be listening to. So the fact that you're taking some of your time to listen to what we do, I appreciate that. You know, and I'll correct myself as Ravens fan 86. Okay, there you go. Shout out, shout out, shout out. You know, appreciate out there. Yeah, always showing love, always Always showing showing love to the pie. So appreciate that. Um, you know, so hey, y'all keep doing it, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend, share everywhere, like, subscribe, do all that other stuff, man. Whatever you can do, do it. (laughs) <laughs> until next appreciate time y'all. yeah yeah we appreciate y'all let's get out of here all right we'll do no overtime we out here